and this is Are You Listening? Yeah. And I'm Martha Stewart, and these are my friends with long hair. Hi, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> we live in North Carolina, and we're, you know, it may seem we've been sitting around and getting hot and tired and <laughs> laughing, but it isn't really sometimes so funny, and sometimes it's really a lot of fun, and sometimes it's a way to recognize other groovy people, and sometimes it's a lot of different things. And so that's why I invited them to come in and tell me what it is, and also to tell it like it is. Sometimes it's very much of a hassle. Like I've, you know, thumbed various places and always, <laughs> in North Carolina especially, you know, you get hassles like people coming across two lanes of traffic to shoot you the gig and, and try to run you down. What's shoot you the gig? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I will not demonstrate. Gesture to you in an obscene manner? Definitely. I see. Oh, wow. On, on the highway? Yeah. I-85 to be exact. <laughs> One yeah. person drove by, opened the door, and about jumped out yelling, screaming at me. Uh -huh. Slammed it. So, uh, you know, sometimes it is very much of a hassle. Well, so then the next question is, um, really why then? You know, Not why the hassle, but why you wear long hair. Well, mostly it was just, uh, I never liked cutting it. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah. it becomes a, actually after a while, it becomes a personal freedom. Like it's, it's like you express like, you know, a freedom that you have. Well, actually, that's what it is to me. Mm -hmm. It's like when you know, like any kind of clothes you want to wear, and your hair's a part of it. I mean, uh, like if you wanted to wear a tux, I mean, you couldn't be walking down the street with long hair. So, clothes go with the hair. Actually, when you start, you're too lazy to go to the barber shop. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you're right. But then after, you know, you come back to people you know. And they start hassling you about it. You kind of become defiant or something. Well, that's right. I mean, like I know at high school we had a lot of problem with it, and I think there was a lot of people. There were a lot of people there that probably wouldn't have had long hair if they hadn't made such a big thing about it. You know, it gets to the point where the troublemakers maybe want to have long hair just to defy the rules, and you get that idea into a lot of it. One reason you like to wear long hair is because, um, like your parents come and say, "Well, God, your hair is long. Why don't you get it cut?" You know. And it's like they want to mold you, you know, looking like they want you to. So you say, well, I don't want to look like my parents want me to, so I'm going to look my way. And you let your hair grow and wear the clothes you want, like you said, to get freedom from your parents or anybody else that wants, you know, wants you to uh, look their way. Well, I didn't realize that, I, you know, that there was a thing in black families as much about that, about <laughs> afros. God, every time I go, butch, get a haircut, kid. Yeah. You really, really wouldn't be out. surprised at, at, um, at what you get from your parents for long hair because, like, my mother will say to me a lot, lots of times, like, she says, like, well, why don't you, like, you know, don't get it all cut off, but get it trimmed up. And I really don't see Just any... Just get a nice little trim. Yeah, and I don't really see any reason to, like, you know... Get it trimmed up. I just want it to grow. It's a, you know, like I said, it's a personal freedom, and also to me, it's a way I express my opinions about certain things without, like, having to walk up to everybody on the street and saying, "Hi, like I represent this, and I'm against this, and I'm for that." I don't have to say anything. I can just be there. Mm -hmm. It's like I can just be myself. That's that's really right. I mean, like, maybe it starts out as like a real, de you know, defiance, like I said, which is really kind of an immature kind of childish thing I mean you know like well, they, they say it's, you it's, can't do this and so you're gonna do it you know I mean, that, which is really childish but uh, finally it gets to the point where all these people are 
are saying, you know, that all your friends, a lot of your friends are, are, are beginning to hate you and people you've never seen before come up on the road and like try to run you down on the road and stuff. And uh, you start thinking, well, I mean, this isn't right, you know, I mean, these people are out to get me simply because my hair is long. Like um, The Mending Wall by Robert Frost, you know, like anything that's supposed you're supposed to do um, all the time, you know, you shouldn't change. And if you change, you know, well, you either far out, you know, freaky or different. And people don't like anybody to be different, you know. You've got to be like them or they're against you. See, that's, I think, the important point. Don't you think that they think you're saying you you should have long hair? You, Mr. Short-haired person. Yeah, they feel it's not understanding it's not they don't understand it and because they don't understand it they feel threatened like um, we, we've gotten into a point of being scapegoats um, we have we have, we have put ourselves in that position you know we know uh, we, we've begun to feel we, we may not know it but we feel it at least through a, an emotional thing that uh, uh, Amer the American dream, you know, that all, all men are created equal and all that stuff is just not true, you know. Like, I think uh, any uh, foreigners would have uh, the same complaint uh, to, uh, about the uh, American ruling class. It's just, uh, they, have, they have a guilt complex, you know, and if, uh, if, if they feel threatened by you, they're going to get down on you. Um, you all are in high school, most of you, or have just finished, right? Right. Yeah. Um, You've been out for two years, right? Yeah. But um, in, I mean, were there sort of serious consequences of this uh, this whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> I used to not be allowed to go to high school because of it. I mean, like I had my principal told me I was a, a, a puppet of the communists, you know. And he thought I was, you know, being, I was being led astray by these communist agitators and infiltrators and stuff. I mean, and. Uh, they were they would they would uh, periodically have this big bus. You know, everybody with long hair would would be told to go home, where they couldn't uh, be allowed to come to school anymore. Actually, we were allowed to come to school. We got to sit in the office. Yeah, right. I mean, so you, and, and then they got the, the idea that, that uh, they wouldn't kick you out of school, but they wouldn't let you let you go to classes. You know, so you could sit down in the office, and they could say that, well, Broughton High School never never kicks anybody out of school, and they don't. They're just not allowed to go to classes. So they go to school now, but they're not allowed to go to classes. What did you do in the office? Were there quite a few of you in the office? Well, could have done time, this I mean, show in the sit, office. Every once in a while, there'd be this big bus and mm -hmm. stuff, and I, I really think that a lot of the teachers didn't couldn't care less. I mean, really. But there, you have maybe one one hour the whole day. One guy will object to you. And I remember I used to sit out outside all the time. You know, I mean, like just sit out in the hall. The teacher wouldn't allow me in there. And it was, you know, I've been doing better than I, I than I ever have in, in the class. You know, I was making A's and B's, and then all of a sudden he decided I, I couldn't be allowed in the class anymore because my hair was still on. Like I wanted to get in an accelerated English class because, like you know, I write poetry and I really dig writing, and. So I finally came to the point that, like, I went down and talked to the principal himself about getting out of this class and getting into another one. And he said, like, you know, well, you know if you want me to put you in another English class, you'll have to change. And he'd leave it at that. And I wish he would have been more out front and said, like, instead of saying, you'll have to change, to say, get a haircut. And these are the kind of people that, that, uh, that you send your children to school, you know, to get educated by. And, uh... We ha I had some really fine teachers there. I mean, really good teachers. But we had to put up with all this other stuff. I mean, I wasn't allowed to go there. I wasn't allowed to go to their classes because the principal thought I was a communist or or a puppet of the communists. We used to have a really intense assembly at the first of the year, like for orientation, sort of, and uh, 
you'd get all these people in here that hadn't been in the barber shop all summer, and the assistant principal would come out and go, uh, we want all you boys to get a real all-American haircut. All American. <laughs> a regular. A regular. 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 regular all-American haircut. And, uh, you know, we were all-Americans. <laughs> we all thought we were pretty regular, so we'd just, you know, go ahead and come to school for about a week, and then somebody grabbed me by the back of the head in the hall and say, uh... By the hair. Yeah, <laughs> like, say, uh, let's get some of this taken off. And, Guy, yeah. Some of this mess. That guy grabbed me by the back of the hair. Feels a whole lot like a horse's ass. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah. this is, these are real educated people. You know, these are, these are really great guys. You know, intelligent you, statements and all. You know, you come to school to get your picture taken. You know, and you'd be all dressed up, and then they'd say, you know, uh, you really look nice in that suit, but that hair is really bad. Yeah. You know, and then you get your uh, picture pulled from the annual they, and uh, stuff like that. You know. Well, tell me about. Then you have most of you had summer jobs. Yeah. If you go to equal opportunity employers, then you start saying, well, you know, equal is everything, man. So then you can get a job that way. Mm -hmm. But in the South, nobody's an equal opportunity employer. So. Like, uh, me and this guy, this, just before school closed, this white guy, me and him, we went to this um, job opportunity center. And we both went in, you know, and signed everything up. And he had hair just a little below his ears, you know. So we were both qualified for the job, and they only had one job. So they said um, they couldn't give it to him. They gave it to me because um, they said blacks needed jobs, and the government was saving jobs for blacks. So that made me feel really down because, I mean, we were both equal, but yet and still they were giving me the job because I was black. I am black. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel it, man. Right. Congratulations. So I didn't take the job because... I didn't want it because, well, he signed, he was there first, five minutes before I was. And since they didn't give it to him, I didn't want it. Mm -hmm. Because I say that I'm equal to him. And if I had taken it, that would have made me feel pretty down. down. Yeah. I think uh, jobs for freaks uh, are hard to come by, but they're not impossible to get. The ones you uh, wind up with are the ones you know, where you're off in a corner somewhere or you're working weird hours. I, I was milking cows at 2 in the morning. <laughs> the cows didn't mind, I don't know. They, they, would, didn't, didn't, the of they didn't discriminate at all. <laughs> a lot of these yeah, people, so, you come up with real great jobs. I feed caterpillars. Two. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, then how do you view people with crew cuts? Very warily. It develops. This is a lot of times it's part of the crude thing that you get when you're born, you know, the typical American values and everything. And once the people grow long here, they still keep the same bigotries and they see a kid going by that's different from them and they put him down. That's that's probably right. I mean like I mean like when you first start out, I mean you first maybe start letting your hair grow out, you see somebody like and it's natural, you know. You see someone with a short hair, with a you know real crew cut, or wearing you know have American flag on his on his car. And uh, it's gotten to the point now where you think, well, you know, he's he's out to get me. He's he's my enemy or something. Which is exactly the same same thing that the other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And I think when you finally get to the point, and this is what what's real great, I, I guess, where it comes faster to when you're subjected to all this all this junk, you know, that people put on you. You realize, well, okay, he has short hair, and I have long hair. Well. Okay, you know, I mean, that, that's the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it, and it's not his, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. And uh, you're right, you do, you, I mean, like, it's like hearing someone's a real Southern Baptist. You think, well, you know, he's probably get mad if I have a deck of cards or something on, you know. And, and, uh, but uh, when you start getting this degree of maturity or something, I mean, you realize, you realize that it's the same, you know, it's, it's, it's all the same. I mean, there's no problem. I it's work important. with a lot of people who are what you would call real rednecks. 
I mean, they're real, they're farmers, tobacco farmers. And when he first went out there, I mean, there was that there was that blockade there. There was that we just didn't talk. You know, you could feel the tension there. You and really I'll, can feel that. I and you can feel it. Yeah, I mean, you can just see the guy look at me and person. oh god, you know. And then I'd see him, and it's the same sort of thing. I'd see this long, and I I, I just knew that if he had a shotgun, he'd shoot at me. But now we're all friends and stuff. We don't talk about politics. I mean, just as I would just just as I would resent him shoving a lot of stuff on me, I don't. I'm not going to try to convert him. You know, and we stay off of that, and we're all real friends now. You know, I mean, like it's no problem. I guess it's maybe you're there's that a fear that, that you're afraid. You know, and there's lack of understanding. But once you can get by that, you get you realize that okay, everyone's all right. You know, I mean, it's, it's that way, and they people nobody's going to think the same way you are. Yeah, and this this comes a whole lot faster, I think, to a lot of people with long hair because you you are uh, you are uh, put into it so fast. All of a sudden, you let your hair grow out, and all of a sudden, all these people are, you know are, you feel them all out to get you, and then you you realize that you know, this is wrong, and then you you catch yourself feeling that, uh, catch yourself having these same sort of feelings against the people. The bad, uh, bad thing about it is, is getting into a persecution complex. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That's, like uh, that's that's not very good. Like like reacting to this hassle, you know, the, like psychologically by the books. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's important for, for people to keep things in perspective. You know, like uh, when I see someone uh, with long hair and when I see some, someone with short hair, a crew cut, um, I like to think that uh, I'd give them an equal chance, you know, like, like um, try to make friends uh, equally you know, the, with the same amount yeah. of effort. That's you know, not 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 good. giving one with long hair any any special privileges, you That's know, because uh, hey, he's my friend. He's yeah. He, he may you know like he may have been just That's strung out on smack for five years yeah. and not had a good thought. <laughs> he in his may head. have been what? Strung out on smack for five years and not had a good thought in his head. That's, uh, for the past you know. three, you know. Yeah. That's right. Well, tell me what strung out on smack is. She addicted to heroin. That's right. I mean, like everybody's human, and you tend to people who look like you, you tend to kind of. You know, think you, you know he's all right. He's my friend, and it's just nobody's perfect, and freaks have just as many prejudices. Well, most freaks. Are, I mean, but see, freaks are not, really. everybody's trying to break down. You're trying to break down your fears, and you're trying yeah. to break right. down your bad vibes, and What's you're trying to um, to stop being afraid. Mm -hmm. right. Trying to understand, and a lot of kids, you know, just they grow their long hair, and then they say, "Wow, okay, I'm here," and then they vegetate, mm -hmm. and they carry on the same hatreds and the same rip-offs that they've been continuing for <laughs> their first right. 18 years. Because most freaks, you know, they get to the point where they can mm -hmm. look at that guy with short hair and say, well, like I'm going to go over there and shake his hand and smile at him, you know, and pat him on the back and do everything else that I would with a guy that I would be safe with. Like um, most people here, we went to Love Valley, you know, and there was a whole lot of motorcycle gangs, um, farmers, and, you know, just different people at that place. And everybody here, you know, we walk down the way and we see somebody with, you know, he has hate in his eyes and he's downing us and we just smile, you know, and say, hey man, where are you from? And shake his hand. And, you know, you really get this feeling that you're, you know, getting getting it together. Mm -hmm. It's, okay, maybe that's right. I mean, like, I'm not against anyone because he has a different opinion than I have. I just don't like it when he gets real violent about it and, and, and uh, and tries to shove what he thinks on me. Oh, I, and I think it would be terrible if everybody thought the same. I mean, it just you just sit around and everybody. Be, you know, I mean, it's terrible when you're <laughs> discussing. I mean, like you're talking to someone and he feels exactly to the letter everything you say. You run out of things to say. Well, I mean, all like, you can say is yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I like a real discussion where you have someone who feels different. I mean, like what you want to be, what what you're trying to work for is where you you can uh, 
if not accept what he says, at least understand it or tolerate it. I mean, that's but you don't you, want him to try oh. to brainwash you, right? Yeah, I mean, he, just as you don't want him to shove stuff on you, you don't want him, you know, the other way around. Or make stuff something on you. new, even. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe we can come together and make a whole new thing or something. I don't know. You know, it's mm -hmm. just a, right. Well, what's really a bad thing, you know, with these uh, two groups, like you know, the straight and then the long hair that. Uh, this high school I went to, you know, uh, I still go, and I probably will for a long time. But, uh, you know, with the social clubbers, there's a lot of social clubbers in this area. Uh, it's like a fraternity or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a high school fraternity. Accepted, but, you know, they, they sit around all day, you know, and talk about what socks are going to wear tomorrow and, you know, <laughs> matching up things and all Getting that. Getting drunk on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, but uh, oh, always talking about What then, socks are going to wear tomorrow? You uh, haven't really no, literally no, heard them discuss no, that. It's true. It's Come on. Uh, but, uh, and then some, some of these, you know, a few of these people, you know, they quit. Otherwise, you know, they just can't make it with society, you know. They won't accept them. They get blackballed from this club or something. They quit, so they go to the, uh, you know, another extreme. So it'd be a long hair. So then you collect this other group of long hairs. It's really a sort of a social club, and they sit around, you know, talking about the short hairs and what they're wearing. And, and talking about turning on on Friday and Saturday night. You get in, you get you get closed into a certain mentality. Yeah, I mean, yeah. drugs are boring because all people do is sit around and talk about drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and it gets tiring. It's, and you know, every once in a while, or pretty soon everybody's going to get to the point where they just can't hack it. They can't hack either talking about socks or talking about the price of dope. Uh, and they start to go out into their own thing. Yeah, you get into this same sort of conformity in the name of nonconformity. You think you're being a real nonconformist when you're being a con just as conformist as, any, you know, as anyone else. I think the, get, get a lot of that stuff. the best point you hit with long hair is when you discover that it's not important at all. Right, right. that's exactly yeah, right. That's, that's the <laughs> it's a process. Yeah. Well, it's, as well as a badge, as well as a, it's also um, a process for your parents too, isn't it? Really? It's a process for everyone. Uh -huh. I mean, it's, it's I an individual mean, thing. I mean, what do you mean? Discover by yourself. I mean, it's they been processed. And it's, uh, that's <laughs> they, got process, parents, they got processed by their parents. But this. I don't mean that. And I was thinking it might be a growth process yeah. for some parents. Yeah. It's a. Well, it depends the whole, on my parents are against it. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of a process has it been for them? Um, well, I think the main reason my father's against his, his friends, I mean, you know, he doesn't hate it himself, really, but I'm sure it embarrasses him for his friends to be, think he knows they're thinking about it. And when he comes home, he doesn't say that, but you can tell, like, if he takes me with him, he's kind of <laughs> stay back away. Kind of. Well, you know, he doesn't say it, but you know he's thinking it. He doesn't do it. He just kind of puts it. That doesn't feel very good. My father was really great, though, because, like, we went down to town to Hudson Belt. It's this big department store, and, like, we were going up the escalator, and he was about three steps behind me, and the up escalator goes right by the down escalator, and I was going up, and these two ladies came down the down escalator, and they just kind of went like this. And they got by me, and my father was about three steps behind me. He goes... Peace, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got real short hair. It's not a crew cut, but it's really short, and he's about one of the best people I know. Yeah, it's a real problem, though. I mean, like, a lot of, I mean, like, I know my parents. My little brother has, is getting long hair. I know they're, they don't care. I mean, like, you know, I mean, okay, you can have long hair, too, but you get to the point where, I mean, he's just in junior high school, and, and he, may, he may get beat up and killed someday. You know, I mean, just, just I mean, like, you know, I mean, it happens. I mean, I've been shot at before. Yeah. And, this is, I was thumbing to the beach and going through a, this 
uh, there's, a, there's a place called Holden Beach, and there's a, the Green Swamp is out there. And it's a swamp about 20 miles, you know, 20 miles long. And I was thumbing with another long hair. This was last summer. You know, thumbing through the swamp, and a, and a pickup truck went by, and, and they slowed down to pick us up. And I think, you know, I think they thought they were girls, and they were, we were gonna, you know, <laughs> make, you know, make it in the swamp or something. And uh, then they saw who we were and tried to run us off the road and drove on down the road. Oh. And um, then they got out and with a shotgun and started shooting at us. Now I'm sure they weren't trying to kill us because they could have killed us easy as anything and thrown us in the swamp and nobody have ever, you know, no one ever would have found us. But uh, it's, you know, it really it scared the hell out of me. I mean, like this, and they were shooting just over us. But I mean, when someone's shooting at you like that, I'm mean, like, you know, you don't know whether he's trying to hit you or not. You know, I mean, like it, it's scary. And uh, you know, it's the easy rider kind of thing. And uh, I mean, really, things have really gotten in a bad place where somebody's going to kill you because your hair's too long. And I know my parents are upset. I mean, I guess I figure. You know, I can maybe take care of myself. Mm. I mean, I can run pretty fast. <laughs> you know, you know. But my little brother, I mean, what? I mean, you know, he, he can get shot someday. I mean, you worry about your kids, and you, you don't want to tell them, like, you know, get it cut. We don't like your long hair. But lots, lots of times, they suggest, well, you know, maybe you'd be safer. I mean, he's like almost gotten beat up in, in the halls at school sometimes. Mm -hmm. Makes you wonder because you know they always ask you why uh, you won't go to war, and you know you find it right here. <laughs> yeah. I lost the tooth right in Raleigh. Just right on the sidewalks of Hillsborough Street in Raleigh, and I was standing out in front of this joint, waiting for some friends, and instead of my friends coming up the steps, I see a bunch of dudes, and uh, they did, I don't think they liked the way I looked. They didn't ever really tell me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing he said was, he asked me why I did it, and... Was, Why you let your hair grow? He didn't say that. He just, what'd you do that for? And I said, what'd I do? And the next thing I knew, oh. I was getting beat up, and I, I got grabbed from behind, and my tooth was busting, my mouth was bleeding off. But um, it's just an example, you know, things happening right here in our state, in our capital. <laughs> Good Raleigh. For a long time, I was really pessimistic because um, all the hassles and whatnot, you know, I couldn't see anything ever to come out of this country, you know, but just straight downhill. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that we're in the middle of a change now that our parents can't possibly grasp hold of because they're wound up in the technological end of society. Mm -hmm. And we are have changed sides. We're back. We've bridged the cultural lag. And we're, you know, in the people thing, you know, like we're trying to relate to one another, man. That's hard enough. That's a full-time job right there, man, you know. And I think that that just sitting down and trying to relate to people, you know, trying to tell them how you feel, even if you don't succeed, you know, just keep trying. I think, you know, like, like um, that's that's where this country's headed. Like, it's it's, it's a good thing. That's the whole thing. I think yeah. maybe some of the parents are really into it though too. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're beginning to see think, we're serious, you know. Yeah, like, and what we're trying to do, I mean, what everybody's trying to do is get to understand everybody. I mean, people really do want to be able to live and live together, you know, so they can live and be free and be happy and not have somebody come along and shoot them. And everybody feels this. I mean, even the John Birchers are sitting there and they're, you know, really legitimately worried that somebody's going to come along and shoot them. And what we're trying to do and what all the freaks and all the good people and, you know, all the people that want to understand things are trying to do is just bring everybody together, bring understanding. In. And, it, you know, it's like... um trying to understand, you know, like, if you understand why that person hates, you know, hates you for being the way you are, well then, 
I think you can think a little bit better, you know, because you, you don't say he hates me because um, it's my hair. He hates you because you represent a different idea, you know. And if you see that, well, then it's maybe some hope for you and for him. Yeah, he's the only person that can hate. He can hate, I can love. Okay, but by my love, I can do something. By his hate, all he can do is destroy. Right. So by my love, let me change his hate. It's a commercial for this show. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just to stick in a pessimistic note. I still think we've got a long ways to go. Oh, sure, man. Well, I think yeah. we're the closest to like you know a real right-wing revolution. I mean, my God, with all these people getting with the guns and stuff, you know, and shooting people and all this stuff, and in the name of righteousness, you know, I mean, like it's, it seems to me like it's almost you know, a lot of it is like you know like the John McCarthy kind of stuff. You know, everyone's real afraid of communists and they're out you know guns and stuff and you know, build a bomb shelter and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, that's real scary. I mean, like, you know, all these people with guns who think they're right and trying to kill everyone who's who they think are wrong. I mean, that's that's really scary. Yeah, people on the left the same way. Though. And, and right, it's the same thing on the right, which you have this poll, you know, these two really, really violent factions, you know, and one of them are tearing down campuses and schools and stuff, and then the other people are taking guns and stuff, hiding arsenals and guns and stuff and shooting long hairs, you know. You know, I mean, something's bound to happen. I mean, like, you know, you just can't, it's just getting, it's polarization and uh, guys like Agnew and all, you know, just, you know, widening the split, you know, just pushing people one side or the other. And, and uh, it's really, you know, it's really scary. I mean, like, it, you can see where something can really happen. It's well, you know, uh, like uh, about three or four years ago, all the freaks, uh, you know, really together, it was, uh, it was unity and all that sort of stuff that... Uh, you didn't have to, when you judge a person, you could just judge them by the long hair, you knew you, really that they are friends, and you know you could talk to them, uh, but about, you know, now, since it's starting to get to be a, a fad and all that sort of stuff, that people, you know, you really can't judge a person because of their hair, you can't, you have to judge them by their character, you know, what's really inside them, and that's probably, you know, how things are really going to start getting great, it's uh, not just, it's the fashion and the, uh, person uh, as he is, is are two separate things now probably again and that's probably what we really need so out of this kind of different kinds of conformity is coming more individuality maybe hopefully well hopefully, hopefully. maybe that's the hope you know hopefully it's gonna i'm hopeful well, after talking to you all i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and thank you a lot it's really great of you to come and talk with me we enjoy it well we have something to say we want to say it right a lot of people, I mean, like, you just don't take the time to listen. I think that's the big problem. I mean, that you judge a person on first glance and you don't listen to what he has to say. And shoot first and ask questions. Yeah, shoot first <laughs> and ask questions later. And uh, just, uh, well, my job where I'm working in this with these farmers, that you uh, you see them and there's that problem and then you talk with them. Mm -hmm. And you and you, and maybe you don't agree on everything, but there are a lot of things you can talk about and you can really, you, know, you can relate to them as a person. And this is where this is where I guess where it's all at, right? I mean, talking with people and, and getting to understand. When you really look at America, you know, uh, they say we put down America. I really believe America is really a fantastic country. Yeah. That uh, the Europeans see all the slobs that have money go over there, you know, and uh, they can't really judge, you know, sort of the average American. And I think really uh, the hard hatters and all that that they're really really great guys underneath. Uh, if you can really get to what they are, talk to them sort of. Because they, but they, are, they are the Americans. It's but a you, pretty good. It's a pretty good world, and and people are pretty good people. But hey, I think if you start dividing things into hair and right, uh, that's countries right, and states yeah. and cities and things like that, and if you start really putting importance into that, you're dividing something, and you're 
you're making something that's not natural, you know, to say that uh, because you're long here or because you're from Raleigh, you're different from me, who is a short hair from uh, Zebulon. And if you do that, you're doing something that's not natural because, you know, we're all people and we're all on this earth. And, right. and, and this is what has to happen. You have to begin to realize that we have to work together on this stuff.